Thank you for listening to this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. Today we have James Whittingham, an MPhil in Management alum from Cambridge Judge Business School, who's with us to here today to talk about his experiences as a private investor. James, thanks for joining us today. First, tell us about your current role as a private investor, specifically in startups and small and medium enterprises. Yeah, sure. Um, thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, I've been involved personally in investment now for for nearly nine years. Um, subsequent to, to being at Cambridge, I moved into uh, the venture capital slash family office um, envi- environment working for a London investment company. Um, and through that, my role for, for yeah, eight, eight to nine years has been identifying opportunities in businesses, looking how we can either start these businesses from scratch or actually acquire a business in that space, um, bringing the right management team if we, if we are starting it from scratch and then build the business to, to a su- sufficient scale before moving on to the next opportunity. So I've moved around quite considerably from different sectors, different industries. Um, and actually throughout that time, I spent four years in India setting up our India office out there. Um, where we launched an education business, we launched an online online gaming company, we purchased a, a sports cricket team, um, we launched a financial services business, and we had a, a technology company out there. So I've got quite a range and varied background in investment, but from the experience and knowledge that, that I gathered off the back of that, about three years ago, I started investing personally um, in businesses. And today I have two primary investments, um, one in a company called Shaping Cloud, which is a, a cloud-based technology company, which has its head office up in Manchester, um, and one in a company called Giveit, which is a brand new business launching in a few weeks' time, which is based around um, the concept of social treating. So this is the ability for consumers to send their friends and family tangible real-life gifts via mobile platform, which then can be redeemed at, at high street retailers. We'll talk about um, Give It and Sharing Cloud a bit later. But first of all, I mean, it's fascinating how much uh, investment experience you've had. Uh, I won't ask you about the uh, Indian cricket team because I have no idea about cricket. <laughs> but, but I'm interested to know what, what do you look for when you decide whether to invest in a company? And conversely, you know, what, what is it about a company that might set off alarm bells for you when you think about uh, when, you're, when you're assessing their investment potential? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean these are these are sort of principles that that I learned whilst whilst I was part of the the, the, the VC family office setup. But they are sound principles, and I've seen them work many times. So I've tried to replicate them and, and use them um, myself when I'm looking at investments. And it's quite simple. We, we we try to stick to sort of five key points. One, defensibility. Uh, so whenever we look at an investment, we think. If this thing works, you're going to have competitors, you're going to have people trying to replicate it, you're going to have people trying to do better than what you're doing. So if you're going to set this thing up, how can you build a moat or defend your business so that um, it makes it harder for people to come in, whether that's through contractual terms with third parties or partners or affiliates, whether it's a technology edge, whether it's a people edge. But if you've got that, you protect yourself in the future um, and make it harder for others. Uh, The other one which is crucial is scalability. Uh, We always look for 
investments and sectors that uh, ultimately can just grow and grow and grow. Uh, the worst thing you can do is start a business where there's a there's a natural end to it and you've got nowhere to actually take it subsequent to that. Um, preferably international growth. As I said earlier, I spent four years in, in, in India and when you understand and appreciate and have experience in markets like that, particularly for myself when I'm, when I'm starting a business, I always have that at the back of my mind about could it move into India, but more locally, could it move into Europe and, and elsewhere? Um, great people, I think, is absolutely crucial. One of the, the principles that I have when I see an idea or an opportunity is who are, the, who are the people behind it and do I believe in them? I honestly believe that when you when you invest in a company, you invest in primarily in the people and second, secondly in the idea itself. Um, and it's not just about a great idea. You need people that can actually see it through and execute on it. And without that, you will undoubtedly fail. Um, market discontinuities, that's another one that we often look for. So is there something that has come about which has caused a change that either requires someone new coming to the market to, 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 to do something differently or requires a different um, a different piece of technology that can that, that can facilitate the problem that's come about. And some of these might be regulatory problems. Some of these might be changes in consumer behavior. Some of these might be uh, changes in technology. Um, so if you can spot one of these discontinuities and create a solution, then you position yourself in a very strong position for, 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 for the future. Uh, and the, the, the fifth one, the fifth and final one is differentiation. So what, are we going to do differently that, that others are either not doing today or can't do in the future? And again, it goes back, back to the people. It goes back to the technologies. It goes back to the defensibility. Um, all of these five principles overlap in some form or another. But I think if you, if you ask yourself these five questions whenever you're looking at an investment and you can honestly tick the box and say, yes, they are great people. Yes, it's scalable. Yes, it's defensible. Yes, we are. We are solving a problem. There's a there's a discontinuity or there's a problem, an issue here that we are addressing. Um, and yes, we are differentiated. Then you are in a very strong position. Um, in terms of alarm bells, I guess it's the it's it's the exact opposite of all of them. If you are building something that is a fad um, that doesn't have longevity, longevity, then you are not in a in a great position. If you are building something that can't be scaled you're not in a great position if there's people who you don't believe in you don't trust and trust is a, an absolutely crucial part of it then you're not in a great position um a lot of businesses fail for very 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 uh simple reasons that that you could have rectified uh if if you if you'd been bold and if you'd recognized them early and if you'd made the tough decisions early and actually moved on from where you were. James, um, is that the case then that um, all the five factors that you've described, um, they have to be all be there, as you say, tick the checkbox, all five checkboxes have to be ticked. And if there's just one aspect that's missing, that's a, the deal's off. Is that how it works for you? Uh, I wouldn't say the deal's off. I'd say it, it, it's pretty important that you have at least a strong element of each of them. Um, from nine years working investment, 
my personal view is that great ideas are a ten a penny. They come along on a regular basis. Uh, you you read them, you speak to someone, and and you're thinking, wow, that that's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. If the people can't execute on that, you have a, a serious serious issue. Um, and that's why it goes back to just how crucial the people are and the opportunity and the timing and the discontinuities. I, I certainly wouldn't say that it's all or nothing. Um, I know from experience that we've personally invested and built businesses that have gone on to be very successful that haven't had these these key, key elements. Um, but what we've tried to do or what we've suffered from is is actually trying to put these elements into place subsequent to an investment where if you actually start with those principles, if you can honestly tick the boxes at that point, you just put yourself into a much stronger position from the outset. James, you said that uh, good ideas are 10 a penny. Um, I guess people in your position who have the money to invest, probably not 10 a penny, but there are more, quite, quite a number of people as well. And I guess they're all chasing after um, the ventures that have uh, ticked as many of those boxes as you, as you mentioned. So what do you provide um, as an investor, and I know you, you're also as a director uh, in these companies that you invest in, what do you provide to these companies that differentiates yourself from, say, other people, uh, other, other competitors or counterparts to you? Yeah, yeah. Um, experience is absolutely crucial. I think many startups are just that. They're startups and the people who have not necessarily been in that environment, they've not um, built a business from from scratch. They've not seen a business being built from scratch, uh, and it and it's very new to them. And if you've spent time in a in a big corporate company or even a, a, a mid sized corporate company, it's a very different environment and requirement than than the day to day running of a startup. You you have to get involved in everything. You have to have people on board with you who are able and willing to get involved in anything and everything. Um, so I know, for, I know from, from my own experience in, in, in the early days of some of our companies, I've done financial roles, I've done marketing roles, I've done customer service roles, I've done strategy roles. Uh, and it's not to say I'm great or even better than average at, at, at some of them. It's just the ability to adapt and the ability to take on multiple workloads um, and actually get the business to a stage where you can bring in the professionals who, who can really focus on them. So I think if you have that, that experience and that rounded experience, it allows you to, to get plugged into a business and help guide it and help, um, help it grow and help it bring in the right people. If somebody comes to us and we invest in their business and they are the guy on the ground, they are running it, they are fighting day and night to make this thing work, you can lose sight of the bigger picture. So I think it's important that you have people who can help them focus, help them ask the right questions around their assumptions, around their strategies, help them with commercial discussions, help them with guidance, help them with investment structuring. So there's a whole world of elements behind the scenes that that these guys need support and guidance and help with. And I think as a director, it's important that you can, you can do that and you can push the business forward. That was the first part of our interview with James Whittingham. In part two, James talks about the latest venture that he's gotten involved in, a startup called Give It, which allows people to give treats to friends or relatives through a mobile app. <laughs> 